0: friends. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-pop Queens. I'm your co-host Emily. And I'm Charity. Queendom, we have a big episode per usual for you. I don't know if you've all recovered, but I think it's safe to say that Charity and I are still exhausted from those amazing award shows last weekend. We were up. We watched them all. We're going to give you our thoughts on red carpet looks. Of course, the winner's. And some amazing performances that shook the K pop world. We're also gonna review a girl group that we've never talked about IZ1. They released a new mini album this week, and we're gonna break that down for you, give you our opinions on them. We've got a fun quiz, per usual, poll results. Big deal here at the New York City K pop Queens podcast. We are gonna release the categories for our first annual NKQ Awards. The awards will be announced next week, December 17th, on our podcast. But per usual, Charity and I couldn't agree on everything. So we have some categories that we need your help. Our listeners, the Queendom, you're going to vote for the winners. So please stay tuned to that. We're going to talk about that later in the show. We also have some news, review of NCT's massive resonant song music video, There's a lot going on this week, Charity. But first, how are you doing? Have you recovered from this weekend? I'm good. I am still needing a lot of
1: coffee to get through my days to make up for (laughs) the lack of sleep over the weekend. But it's always worth it.
0: (laughs) Being a K-pop fan, I mean, when you have an award show like Mama, it's like six hours, you're up all night. I a huge shout out to all of us that are in different time zones with jobs and school and a million other things we're juggling. There's definitely a lack of sleep, but it's the best time of the year. We're into Christmas season. And for K-pop fans, this is our Christmas. It's Christmas on top of Christmas for us. So it's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Let's get into some poll results from last week. So for all of you if this is your first time listening, welcome. We hope you come back. Give us a follow, NYC K-Pop Queens on Twitter. We post polls every week. Things come up during our conversation that maybe we don't agree on and we want to see whose side you're on or just get your opinion on something. So we post those on our Twitter. Thank you all so much for voting. And it's time to go over last week's results. We reviewed your boy Kai charity. Mm-hmm. Kai came out highly anticipated debut he did not disappoint but there were some fashion choices in the music video that were a little bit questionable um a little bit and there was one that was like this glittery headpiece that to me really looked like a do-rag and it just it it didn't work for me and i think even charity although she's a ride or die for kai was like "Mm." not my favorite <laughs> yeah, so we asked you. We asked the Queendom if you loved it or hated it, and sixty-one percent agreed with us. Charity they hated it. Not not a good look for Kai. So we weren't off base with that. <laughs> the rest I'm of it, surprised. I mean, he he killed it. It just wasn't my favorite concept, and I just thought that fashion choice was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we've been talking about NCT so much. They added two members before this kind of huge album, double album, everything they've done the past couple of months, they added Sun Chan and Shataro. Love those guys so much. And we've been a little anxious on, well, what happens now that they're done promoting? Or do they just disappear? Are they going to be in a new group? Or are they putting them into an existing NCT group? We asked you your thoughts on it. Do you want them in an existing NCT group? Or would you prefer a new group with Shataro and Sun Chan? 69% of you said new group, which I think nice. I agree with. Like yeah, I know for sure. Yeah. I don't want to mess up the vibe with the other groups. I think we let's do something new. I, I hope that they do that soon though. It'd be fun if in January they announce the new unit because I really love them. I have such a soft spot for Shotaro. I think he's, he's just so cute and sweet. And then you have like Sung Chan's super hot superstar already. <laughs> yeah. He's he stepped in, like, he's been there for years. Him and so. their TikToks. Oh, my God. I don't... <laughs> no, that's Shataro. That's, that's oh. slutty Shataro. No, that's why I love Shataro. Because, yeah, because Shataro, for those of you that don't know, before Shataro got signed to SM, he was making TikTok videos. And he did the sexiest, sluttiest ones. And then when he joined SM, they made him into this, like, cute little, like, Innocent kid, or something, it's like a different person. It's so funny because was he was
1: like, Wait, he's so
0: very no.
1: not like that right now.
0: That's why I forgot. No, it. no, <laughs> they made him like the sweet one, and then Sung Chan's like the sexy one. Yeah, we all know. Maybe that's totally like Shatara. We all know, like, we know we who you are. The TikToks. We sure did. Oh my god, yeah, maybe that's why I have a soft spot. <laughs> No, we're kidding. All in good fun. But it'll be interesting to see what they do. And then our last poll question, we asked this a couple weeks ago. A lot of votes. It's kind of a controversy in K-pop. When we reviewed BTS, we brought up that $50 seemed really steep for seven songs. That's an expensive album. A lot of fans are younger. That's a lot of money that they're asking their parents to buy them this album. I just, Charity and I both felt, eh, that seems like... That's too much. Mm-hmm. $50 an album is a lot. We asked the Queendom, our listeners, we asked you your opinion. 65% of you agreed with us and said, yes, it's too much. 8% said no. And then 27% said depends on the group, which I think yeah, is fair. Good. Yeah. For my my favorite groups, I'll buy the album no matter what. It's quarantine. What else am I spending my money on? I'm not going right. out or doing anything. Right. <laughs> uh, seriously, like my... My K-pop budget has gotten bigger through quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing else to spend my money on. So I'm sitting here like this concert, this concert, this album. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Speaking of really quickly, merch and buying stuff. I want to say that I am so excited about the wavy merch that dropped I think it goes on it goes on sale by the time you all hear this on Friday. But Ten is an amazing artist and I sometimes forget that. He really can draw. And he drew all this stuff and they're releasing it. It's like fake tattoos and stickers. The Ten design. So cool. Uh, yeah. And it, it looks really cool. So I think that's going to be a huge seller, uh, really smart of SM and congratulations to 10 to get his art out there. That's r- super exciting. He's so talented.
1: I bet you so many people are going to take those stickers, those fake tattoos to real tattoo places mm-hmm. and get real tattoos of it. I would not be surprised. No question.
0: <laughs> no question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will not, but I yeah, do like the stickers. Either, no. They're cool. Yeah, not my vibe, but I think that's going to be a huge seller in the SM shop. So shout out to 10. While we're doing shout outs, let's shout out our community. We say it every week, but we can see where you're listening from. We know who you are, and we're so, so grateful, especially to our loyal listeners. Shout out Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Dallas, Texas, Evansville, Indiana. We see you. Leeds, United Kingdom. Big hello to all of our friends from the United Kingdom. Thank you so much for your support. Saudi Arabia, Uganda, shout out our listeners in Yemen, Bangladesh. We see you, we love you, and thank you so much for coming back every week. If this is your first time listening again, welcome. We're here every week talking about K-pop. New episodes drop on Thursday nights. Give us a follow, Instagram and Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. I say we get into this, Charity. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. So... Before we dive into the award shows, it's time for a review. These ladies, IZ1, really popular, released a new mini album called One Reeler, Act 4. The single is called Panorama. There's a big music video for it. Charity, what are your thoughts on the single and your first impressions of this group?
1: Um, I... (laughs) I...
0: (laughs) That's I, I'm sorry. I just laugh because every time I'll ask Charity if she's not crazy about something, it's always mm, this, this this pause this pause of like, oh okay. Let's get so, into it.
1: I think that they're labeled did them a disservice by picking this song as the single. Because this to me was not the strongest song on the album. Uh there are two other songs that I liked way more than this song. This song to me was just As you guys know, if you've been long-time listeners, Emily or I are not really big fans of the high-pitched ranges, and this song, I feel like, was just very in that level the entire time. It almost hurt my ears at some points because it's just way, way way up there, and it's just not my favorite. to other people, they might love it. I prefer a lower register. I prefer that kind of voice. It's just more of my favorite. And there is a song, a couple of songs where they really go into the lower registers. And I loved those two songs. This song, I don't think should have been their single. I wasn't crazy about the music video either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're really cute. They had cute outfits. Yeah. The concept I wasn't into. I. Didn't really like the song. I mean, it's a it's a like a fun dance song, but I don't think it really showcased them the way the other songs on the album did.
0: You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You yeah. feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes structure and and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean, so do. Do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? you mean, yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm, y'all trying, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. trying Oh I'm trying, yeah. I'm, trying,
1: I'm, trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. Damn, me, me, just, me, yo, look, 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 We all
0: artists, man. We go, you feel me? We gonna go have this like, bro. bro me and my man, like me and my man, Kyle. <laughs> we be like, I don't know. We play, we play with this shit. I got to We play with this shit right now for real. I a lie. Don't play with it. Take that shit serious. Completely agree. Completely agree. I'm with you a thousand percent. This is my introduction to them, and I think it's such a shame that Panorama was the single. Mm-hmm. I had a s- kind of negative stereotype of K pop girl groups years ago before I got into K pop that it was this high pitched baby voice, really cutesy, and I hated that. I was like, oh, that's not for me. I was completely wrong, you know, now. I stand so many girl groups. That's not what K pop is about. There's a lot of different genres within mm-hmm. girl groups in K pop. Unfortunately, this one reminds me of that kind of stereotype I had. They're so high pitched, it wasn't pleasing to listen to. It was so high. Yeah. And I just, I didn't love the melody. Nothing stood out that didn't give them a chance to stand out. It felt very generic. They're very pretty. Yeah, pretty. The outfits were cute, but there was nothing unique. There was nothing innovative. And the sound of it for me was just way, way too high. Didn't like it at all. I agree with you. Then I, I listened to the rest of the album and immediately I thought Island is so tempo, very disco, late 70s, early 80s, like solid gold I'm calling it solid gold. That's my new music (laughs) genre. This kind of like disco-y with a little 80s tinge, you know, 70s and 80s. Island had that vibe for me and it was so fun and like up-tempo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have used that as the first single or the next song. I thought Sequence was great. It had a little more fun to too. But it still was a dance disco song. Those I would have done, I think you could have executed a great concept in the music video for it panorama just fell flat to me. Yeah, I
1: agree. So you liked sequence? I really liked sequence. I liked the kind of funky sounding guitar in the chorus. I liked yeah. it a lot better than I liked panorama. But my favorite song on the album was "O oh Soul Mio. I love that they yeah. sang in a lower register. If you listen to this other song, you might not know what I'm talking about. But to me, it had the same kind of vibe to it. This song called Down Under by Men at Work Mm -hmm. song about australia Mm
0: -hmm. it
1: has this kind of this influence in it that when i heard also mio i immediately thought of this song just kind of the same vibe um and i really liked it i thought that was a way stronger song too than panorama so i'm just confused why they would pick panorama i think that the label
0: did a huge disservice to them by having that be the single yeah it just it doesn't work it doesn't work They have songs that would really work. And again, that are really timely for what I'll call like the solid gold era Mm -hmm. of K-pop, which we're seeing so much of now. It's either the 70s, 80s solid gold disco, or it's like synthesizer 80s, Mm -hmm. old school 90s R&B. Those are kind of the genres that we're hearing a lot and seeing a lot of reinvention from the K-pop world. You're in that pocket. Go for it. You've got those songs and you could do a great video and a great concept this just fell flat and it almost felt dated and it just, it didn't work. So I feel bad that for people like us, this was our introduction to them. And I'm interested in how long they're going to be around. They were put together on that reality show that had a lot of controversy because there, it was recently proven that the producers lied and kind of cheated to push certain contestants through that didn't get the votes and Hmm. kicked off other ones that should have stayed. It was a Totally sucks. I feel bad for everyone kind of involved. Yeah. But they were put together on this reality show, and that happens a lot in K pop. It's a working formula. And their contract is up, I believe, in April of 2021. Don't quote me on that. It could be March, but I know it's early 2021. And everything I've seen, the girls themselves have said they're not going to renew their contract. So that's interesting. I'm a part of me is like, I can't blame them. It's hard yeah. being in a large group of 12 members. And maybe they don't have creative control and they're sitting here like us, like, crap, I wish Sequence was our first single. Who knows? But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I want to see what they put out next. And I think even if they do disband, we'll get something else. The label will milk as much out of them Mm -hmm. as they can. Oh, for sure. They'll definitely have another one or two mini albums beforehand. For sure. They have to have a goodbye, all of that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see... I kind of want to see what else they're capable of because again, yeah, I felt like their label did a disservice to them. It's just, in my opinion, it's just not good. Why don't we play a clip so everyone can listen to kind of what we're talking about? This is Panorama by iZ1.
1: It's a fun dance song, but I just don't like the high pitch. I just don't. I'm sorry.
0: Same. Yeah, same. It's just um, it's too high pitch for me. It's not yeah. something I would go back to and listen to. Yeah. So this was a miss for us. No shade. Just not our vibe. Hopefully we get more content from them so we can have kind of a bigger catalog to judge mm-hmm. um, them as an overall group. So good luck to IZ1. They don't need a good review from us to do numbers. They'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that we should move on to a fun quiz.
1: Quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> quiz time. It's a little
0: early for a quiz, but it, I, think, I think we need to do the quiz. I think yeah. we need to do something fun. We've got a lot of award show stuff to talk about. Let's do a K-pop quiz. This week, this is a little different. And Charity and I thought this would be a really fun one for the queendom to take along with us. Because it's so much a part of K-pop. With every comeback, it's a big deal. What color is their hair? Haircuts, hair color, it's a massive deal. So we found a quiz called Make a K-pop Playlist and We'll Give You a Color to Dye Your Hair. Ooh, I wonder what color we'll get. I'm excited. Okay, let's just get into it, Charity. As always, everyone, you can take the quiz along with us. The link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now or give us a follow on Twitter, NYC Kpop Queens. We will post the quiz. Please take it. Comment your results below. We love seeing what everyone else got, and it's also fun to know the different choices mm-hmm. cuz Charity and I will sometimes get the same one or, you know, we only have two. I want to see that Buzzfeed put the work in and gave us a yeah, bunch right. of choices. <laughs> okay, Charity, choose a BTS song. Black Swan, Dynamite, Fire, Boy With Love, On, or DNA? I'm going to go old school BTS. I'm going to pick Fire. So am I. I just, I love that. That's one of my all-time right? favorite BTS music yeah. videos. They're such wild boys. It's like so aggressive, so cool. And I will say this till the day I die. Jin in the Fire video is the hottest Jin has ever been. The hair and the blonde hair on him. Oh, yes, please. Yes, <laughs> please
1: okay (laughs) choose a twice song likey more and more fancy tt feel special or dance the night away i'm gonna choose fancy i'm gonna choose more and more i like
0: that yeah that was good yeah i was gonna choose that one and then go with fancy choose a red velvet song red flavor Zimzalabim. Sorry, I can't say that. Everyone. Uh, power Up. Russian Roulette. Dum Dum. Or Psycho. Going with Psycho. Like a go Russian Roulette. Can I also just say I love the darkness of their song?
1: I know. <laughs> just the titles.
0: <laughs> it's like, ooh, something's going on
1: here. Choose an EXO song. Coco Bop. Call Me Baby. Power. Tempo. Monster
0: or growl? I'm gonna go with tempo today. I pick monster. Always good. Choose a Blackpink song. Stay, Love Sick Girls, Playing with Fire, As If It's Your Last, Boombayah, or Do Do Do. I pick Love Sick Girls. I do too. I do too. I'm
1: just in Love Sick Girl vibe with them. Yeah. Okay, finally pick an Itsy song. Not shy, dala dala. That's a no no. Ting ting ting, cherry or I don't want to dance.
0: It has to be not shy. Not shy, not not me. Itsy, I love it. Oh my gosh, I got red. (gasps) Red. Wait, what did you pick for the last one? What did you pick for that one? Sorry,
1: I picked not shy.
0: Okay. Red, ooh la la. I um, I got
1: blonde.
0: I got blonde and I no. am blonde. So it makes sense. Okay, bestie.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll be dying my hair. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, I want it to be like that super bright red too. Like super, super, super bright red. That's yeah. your color for our next, comeback. <laughs> next I'll, I'll, comeback. I'm sticking with blonde, I guess. <laughs> but for the New York City K-pop queens next comeback, Emily will be blonde. Charity I will know. be red. Let us know. <laughs> what color your hair will be, take the quiz. We'll post it on Twitter and it's in the description of this podcast. Okay, time to move on because we had a massive weekend. Last weekend, Triple A Awards, really awesome, amazing, exciting grand prizes. You know, the Da went to different groups and it was really cool. This weekend we had Melon Music Awards and then the following night was Mama. So we had a I lot... Yeah, a lot. It was a great weekend. Let's talk about the Mellon Music Awards first. They were the first ones. Anything stand out to you on the red carpet? I thought BTS looked like very, uh, I don't want to say nerdy in a negative connotation, but they had like the sweater vests and schoolboy blazers and stuff. They look like sexy professors and I was there for it.
1: (laughs) I'm yeah. Just like, yes, sir. Okay. I'm. I will not be late to class today, Professor Namjoon. <laughs> I'm,
0: now, I'm not into the sexy <laughs> professor look. Surprise, surprise. That's not my vibe. Surprise, surprise. It is mine. <laughs> I definitely see that. They they definitely had that look. Um, it wasn't bad. Like it, they dressed so well. They kind of went for something a little different, a little more casual. I love what Monster X has been doing. Like they're styling this whole comeback. It's just, I love it. And I know left and right, sexy suits. And and I will say too, it's not like BTS was super casual. They were in suits as well. I'm thinking more of like Nam June had on that sweater vest with like the blazer over it. Very professor. I'm there for it. I will definitely be taking that class. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, they still looked nice, but. Monsta X looks like gangsters, like straight-out gangsters. They have these oh pinstripe suits on and Love super masculine. Love the pinstripe. Um, they looked great. The boys did like a leather from head to toe thing, which is always... Leather's always, always my my welcome. favorite. <laughs> there were some good looks. There was nothing that stood out to me on the red carpet that was awful or excitingly great. It was mm-hmm. all just kind of like, all right, this works. Yeah. Let's talk about... The performances, the winners. We can, sorry to skip over the winners list. You know, BTS won all the grand prize awards, as we kind of predicted going into this award season. Sweeping it too. Yeah, going into this award season, you knew that they were gonna they were gonna pick up a lot. They've had a massive year, so no surprises there. Congratulations to them. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the performances though, because I think. I think there were some really, really, really great performances. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have to say my favorite moment for BTS,
1: there was actually a few. It was a couple. And Black Swan, when they did the dance break in the water. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. Like, the drama, the emotion, the talent that those guys have dancing. Oh, my goodness. It's it's insane. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful and insane. And
0: I love that we get to watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought opening with Black Swan, opening with the kind of universe video, the way that they set up the performance, and then we're live and it's John Cook in the middle of water. Oh, was it powerful? The dancers around them were phenomenal. And John Cook and Jimin just blew me away. And then the other guys had duos as well. They were Mm -hmm. dance duos and they were beautiful. This is beautiful, modern dance. And I, I continue to just love that song. That song is so heavy and so dark and the way that they perform it, like they're professional dancers, they're modern dancers. So I love that they started with that. I agree. I thought that was so smart and strong and yes, please give us that. Beautiful. And then I liked kind of the... Usually I don't like videos in between. I just want to see the whole the whole yeah. show. But I liked the video when they did We Are Bulletproof Eternal and kind yeah. of showed fans and showed how we're all connected and in this together. I thought that was smart and a nice lead to Life Goes On. Nice performance of that. I really, really liked On. Oh, yes. It worked really well in that setting, I thought. And I liked the silver and black costumes, on is just such an epic song. It lends itself to these award show performances. You know, you can yeah. have a big stage and drum line and the whole thing. I will say, you know, I've been swerving back to JK <laughs> and I, and I still am everyone. I'm sorry. I will go between JK and Tay probably for the rest of my life. <laughs> but I, I think JK needs a haircut and, I and no shade. I know everyone loves it long. But when he does it slicked back, it needs to be shorter for that undercut to work. Like mm-hmm. Jimin, when Jimin's is back right now, it's the perfect length for the undercut. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. really great. So I know when want JK to cut it short. I'm not saying that. Just a little, let's get a trim. Let's clean it up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. But he looks great. I mean, no shade. I'm just like, you know, it, it would look so good a couple it inches can't shorter. <laughs> a Jimin.
1: And when he was in on and he did the growl, oh my gosh. I was like, Jimin, where did that come from? Girl, he's oh. been doing that though. Like he does that live. When they do it. it and yeah, that's something yeah. to me. I'm like, okay, Jimin, I see you. I see I you. I agree.
0: It's so <laughs> sexy. It's so it sexy. Is. He's been doing that. I feel like like this year- He's done that when they perform I it live. I just really noticed it this time. I was like, "Well, hello, Jimin. Okay, all right, right, aggressive." <laughs> I know. I, and I love that song because it's aggressive. Again, like I yeah. feel undeserved like a lot more. I feel like that song didn't get the credit it deserved. I loved the first music video, the one that was just them dancing, mm-hmm. you know, in LA. Like I thought that was great. The second, the real music video, I wasn't a fan of the Noah's yeah. Ark stuff. Yeah, that, that, wasn't that was my not life. my favorite either. But the first one I loved, and I just think the song's really good. I love a song that's like, bring it, <laughs> bring the pain, bring the fear. Let's go. It's aggressive. And it's, I like the message. I like the sound of it. Odd deserved better. Odd Ed Blackswad. So I loved those performances. And then I thought I loved this performance of Dynamite. I'm oh getting goodness. a little bit yeah. of like dynamite fatigue at this point because we see it so much. So once you've seen it perform so much, you think like, okay, I've already seen this. I know what they're going to do. I thought the dance break was great. And oh my God, those velvet suits. Hobie loved.
1: and that purple velvet <laughs> one Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I think was rocking that outfit. Oh my goodness.
0: I thought they they all looked great. And the setting was cool. It was funky. It was fun. There was so much joy in that performance. I loved it. BTS reminds you when you watch stuff like that, why they're winning all these awards and mm-hmm. why they're the biggest group. Like it's hard to argue against them when they yeah. do stuff like this. They're yeah. so good. I, I loved their performance. I also, unless you have anything else to say about BTS. No, no, no. Okay. We've yeah. got to talk about Monster X. We sure do. Oh Oof. my goodness. Your man. Girl. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Supermodel Hangwan. Oh, I have a lot to say. Sorry. <sighs> Okay. Young One started it with a dance solo. And it was so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Really good. I think people forget he's a dancer. And then he struts out and he starts Beast Mode, which if you know that song and you know that performance and the stage Monsta does, it's really powerful. It's yeah. really intimidating. And the way he strutted and smirked and made those faces, please do this all the time on sex. My... <laughs> My criticism with Monsta X is they have so many weapons, but like a young ones, your visual and you need to put him in the center and give him those opportunities because that was the performance of the weekend that everyone talked about Monsta X. That's what was trending on Twitter. You give him that, give him center because he's a visual. The camera loves him and he's very dynamic when he's the star of the show. Mm -hmm. Give him that opportunity because boy, did that performance kill. I absolutely loved it. What do you think about them doing Beast Mode into Love Killer? I think
1: Beast Mode showcases the rappers a lot. I think, yeah, it showcases their talent. It showcases the aggression of the group, the manliness, mm-hmm. just all the things I love about them. I think that that showcases the rap line, and then Love Killer showcases the vocal line. And I think that was really smart. So that way that you could really see
0: yeah.
1: the talent of everyone. And two different vibes. You know, Beast yeah. Mode comes
0: in with that MX, the yelling, yeah, the aggressive, yeah. the power, and the like, they're making it known. These are grown men. These oh. aren't little K-pop boys. Nope. They're so confident, sexy, aggressive. Then to do a really smooth, slick. Yeah. Uh, like, it's a different vibe with Love Killer, And you can see them- Grooving and being these like sexy, cool men. I think it's smart. I love it when groups take these opportunities and these award shows to showcase different aspects of what they can do. And yeah. that's the best of Monster X right now. It's wonderful. They won best performance. As they so should. cool to see them winning awards and getting mm-hmm. their recognition finally. So yeah, I thought that that was phenomenal. And then tomorrow. Together, T by T, they did Puma, which we haven't seen for a while. I was happy to see that. I love that song. Yeah, me too. And we haven't seen it. So, so many times you see the same songs over and over again at all of the variety shows, comeback specials, music videos. It's nice to be reminded. Oh, they also released this song this year. And this song yeah. is a banger. So I thought that was cool. And Then to end the stage with like the teaser for the Chaos Hour chapter was really smart. It was a nice kind of pull for the fans. Like, look what's coming. Mm-hmm. So they were great. The boys did Stealer, which I I, that that's song. such a dynamic song, right? Yeah. It's such a dynamic song. It's a, a cool performance. They did a great stage. I thought Melon was really fun to watch. It was yeah. a great show. It basically gave us
1: a little taste before the <laughs> the entree of Mama the next day.
0: <laughs> totally, totally. and And we've got to talk about We've got to get into mama because there's so many performances to break down. And I wanted to just, before we get into it, give a massive, massive shout out to not only all of the artists and groups, but the creative teams behind them. When you have three award shows in a week and you're doing the same songs, that's a lot that you have to, how are we going to make this different? How are we going to make, you know, that's a really big effort because the fans don't want to see the same performance, of the same song. Yeah. Three nights in a row. So shout out to all of them, because like it's so much effort, and I thought Mama was amazing. We're here to kind of break things down and sometimes can get critical, but really shout out to everyone, because they're working their butts off, and they killed it, and this is Christmas time for K-pop fans, so thank you for this amazing show. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now let's get into it. So- Red carpet, a lot more artists, obviously. Mama's the biggest, I think it's the biggest award show. Yeah. It's the Grammys for K-pop. It's the biggest. Red carpet, break down your favorite looks. Okay,
1: my absolute favorite was twice. I loved those 80s outfits with the bustier and the tulle. It was very sexy for them. Yes. I loved it. Yes. I love it so much. And I love that they even wore it during one of the performances. Yeah. Mike, don't let those outfits go to waste on the red carpet. Let's see you dance in them too, because those are not to be
0: missed. It was so sexy for twice. And I loved the black and white. It was, to me, it was like the most grown up look I've seen from them. I loved it. I thought it was classy, grown, sexy, mm-hmm. interesting. And they all looked wonderful. Twice yeah. is having such a great year. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Who else? Monster X. Those, they're like mauve wine colored suits.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Death like the place. burgundy. Yeah.
0: love. It looked
1: amazing. I love that the suit era, but I like that the stylists are like, let's do it, but in burgundy.
0: Yeah, they brought in some color, but it was still muted and very grown mm-hmm. up and sexy. Those were beautiful suits. Yeah.
1: And BTS, I love that they all had forehead because it is rare
0: right. that we get all of them with forehead. It oh my rare. goodness. Thank you, BTS stylists. Thank you. I, I agree. They're on my best. Monster X and BTS are on my best too. Yeah. I loved the colors, the the gray and black. Mm-hmm. BTS looked so expensive. Yes. Like they're running the show. They looked like the superstars they were and really classy. Nothing loud, really Mm -hmm. understated and classy, but wow, did those suits and those looks work. I liked the formal coat on Nam
1: June. Yes, I love when he does that.
0: J-Hope's scarf, the all black on Jungkook, dead. He looks phenomenal. Jim looks like a CEO. Like right, Jim can buy yeah. and sell me in that look. He looks amazing. <laughs> S- seriously, no, look at him. I mean, he oh looks like God, a CEO. Like, I-, <laughs> well, I love when you word stuff. I just kills me. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, he's that's what he. That's the look he's giving me. I will buy and sell you, bitch. Well, fine, okay okay oh like they look <laughs> phenomenal and then jimin's gray suit with the shirt underneath if fits mm-hmm. his personality so well tay is in a three-piece dark gray so stylish and sexy yeah. i just think that at this point in bts's career the stylists get who they are mm-hmm. and play to their strengths individually body shape everything they look phenomenal i was so pleased when i saw them who else were your favorites Oh, in Hypen, the new boys. I liked their outfits because it felt like an updated take on the K-pop Navy schoolboy blazers. Mm. Kind of like a cheeky approach to being young rookies on the red carpet, but yeah. really yeah. classy and cool. I thought they looked fantastic. I loved Twice. I think spot on, sexy, great look for them. Monster X, loved. I thought NCT did a really good job. Because there's 23 of them. And when you see them all lined up for a red carpet, it reminds you how many there are. Yes, many. That's hard to coordinate, 23 outfits. And I think they were smart to keep it black and white tuxes because you were able to do different variations with shirts, Mm -hmm. coats, but they still all coordinated and matched. If you tried to bring in color, I think it would have been a little more challenging. Yeah, and this is such a formal show. I'm happy they just kept it classy and cool. I thought they all looked great, and shout out to their stylists. There was some amazing forehead on that red carpet. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: it's so funny. Before I got into K-pop, when I was you know dipping my toes in it, and I started hearing people talk about forehead, I was like, what are they talking about? What is the deal with why do we care about forehead? Well, now I have quickly well, learned why we care about forehead. It is uh, such a thing.
0: <laughs> now now it's clear that <laughs> forehead is the superior look they always look so uh-huh. handsome when you see the forehead because when the hair is like down in their face you yeah. you can't really see him as much i mean bts's stylist sabotaged tay for years hiding his entire face and then all of a sudden his forehead's been out and this comeback yeah, head. he is left and True. right with
1: forehead hobie too hobie with dynamite man he always gives forehead
0: yeah he and he always should i mean he always should like it's just a better look but with nct i want to thank their stylist for the forehead win-win reminded everyone why he's like the most popular member (laughs) if you've ever (laughs) watched background nct stuff where they're asked who their favorite is they all are like win-win win-win they're in love all the members are in love with win-win and i totally understand why as you know he snatched me this year yeah but boy did he look good on the red carpet. And of course, I have to talk about Taeyang. My favorite, favorite, favorite look from Taeyang ever is Kick It. I love the the slick back, kind of platinum blonde. Mm-hmm. He looks like a villain who's up to no good. And I, <laughs> I seriously just love it so much. It's like my favorite, favorite look. And for the red carpet, Taeyang in a tux with that blonde hair, forehead. Thank you. Thank you, stylist. I feel like you've been listening and I'm just so appreciative. They looked wonderful. I loved them. And I'm going to say this one. I'm not sure how you feel, but wow, did I love what Stray Kids did. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I love Stray Kids. I think they're the most exciting group in K-pop. They're wild boys. You don't know what they're going to do or what they're going to come with. And they came on the red carpet, head to toe Burberry in that really loud signature Burberry plaid. Some of the outfits I liked more than others, you know, they all were in something different, but it coordinated very, very well. And I I like it because I think, you know, they're trendsetters that in the late nineties, early two thousands, that Burberry plaid was everywhere. It's definitely coming back. I think you're going to see a lot of it in 2021. Bacon is signed with Burberry. He's the face of the brand. So I'm loyal to that brand now. <laughs> so I felt like it was my favorite things, seeing Stray Kids come out as Wild Boys and do it. Again, I liked some of the looks better than others, but you can't beat Hyunjin. He looked phenomenal. And I like the kind of, he changed up his hair a little bit. It's a little more gray. He's like a supermodel. He's to mm-hmm. me, the the one of that group. Yes. Oh, he's a supermodel. Anything you put him in, he looks phenomenal and he can kind of carry it. So those were my favorites. I I didn't, there weren't a lot of looks that I was like, oh, that's awful. Like a tease looked nice. They did dark suits. It was a lot of dark kind of muted stuff on the red carpet, which I enjoy. Was there anyone you weren't vibing with?
1: I mean, and I love Mama Moo. Like, I love them, but I wasn't a big fan of the red carpet looks because I didn't think that it looked cohesive as a unit. It looked like four individuals and they were trying to make it look like it went together, but I just don't think it did. I don't think it works at all. And like, they were four individuals on a red carpet and then took a picture together. It didn't look like they were in a group together based on those outfits.
0: I think I can see what they were trying to do with the beige and the black, and then I think they're really trying to play with gender norms and masculinity yeah. and femininity. So ugh, yeah, I'm happy you said that because you know I don't have the best view of them; they're not my favorite. <laughs> I love them. So but- I have a lot to talk about yeah. in their performance later, but I thought the red carpet look was awful. I think if you're gonna, you can play with gender norms guys and girls, you can do it on the red carpet. And if you do it well, it's like everything else in fashion. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think if they wanted to do that, do sexy suits, all of them. Yeah. Instead, two of them went for a very masculine look. One was in a gorgeous gown, and then one was kind of in between. Yeah. I agree with you. None of it worked. Some Some of the looks are way more formal than other members. It just doesn't work. It's not good styling. So- I agree it it wasn't it was a miss for me yeah I was
1: disappointed especially because they've had some amazing looks like how I got snatched by Mamamoo was I saw them at the MAMA Awards a couple years ago when I was watching for BTS and they had these amazing red leather suits on oh my goodness that was a superior look so that's the Mamamoo I want to see this is this is I don't know what this is it's not good they've had rough styling all year Yeah, I mean Yeah, there's there's a lot. Let's get it together. Let's go back to those mama days and those red leather outfits, because those were amazing.
0: Well, I think they're still they're trying to be sexy and play with certain things. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Again, there's a way to do if you want to throw out really masculine energy, there's a way to do that and have it look great, whether you want to be conservative or sexy. These this just isn't the right look. It's not the right pick. I agree. Not not a good look. Okay, let's get to the winner's list. It was similar, I think, to Melon. You know, BTS won all the grand prizes, Artist of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Icon of the Year. Yeah. Best male group. Blackpink got Best Female group. They weren't there, though. Blackpink wasn't there. I don't know if they weren't invited or what happened. It's kind of weird to have them not be there at all. So that was kind of interesting. My boy Bacon won Best Male Artist. Congratulations. He wasn't there either, though. No, ba- no, bacon is so shady. So he doesn't go <laughs> and and then he just like tweets out like oh sorry to miss it, happy I won the award, but I'm practicing for the concert. What? What concert? Like, yeah, bacon. Okay. Is that <laughs> Oh, okay so you're doing concert is this an x-o concert what is happening <laughs> right? super m like who's doing this when is it where do we buy tickets right such such a tease like oh that boy
1: yeah.
0: treasure won best new male artist. we've talked about them a lot that they're kind of rookie of the year group yeah so that I wasn't surprising. weekly won best new female artist at melon and mama I, I get it, but I think I really probably show it a secret number. They're yeah, my they favorite one. I'm sorry, they weren't even. Were they even nominated? I think so. Okay, they but yeah, have. I I give it to secret number. I think they're the they're my faves. Who wants to ask that best stage. Monstax again, they've won Best Stage, or I think it was called Best Performance at the AAAs, mm-hmm. but that was a grand prize at the AAAs. Yeah. That was the first day yeah. I sang. But yeah, they're winning Best Performance. So finally, people are recognizing what they bring to the stage and what they bring to the table, which yeah. is really exciting. Yeah. A lot of our favorites won awards, so that was nice. But I think the whole night belongs to the performances. Oh my Everyone goodness. looks forward to oh. Mama. It's the biggest thing to be on the Mama stage it it is like an honor to be invited to perform and people talk about those performances for a year. I mean, mm-hmm. I each year have been turned on to different groups or know who people are because yeah. of mama.
1: Yeah. Like I said, mama moo.
0: I, I saw them on mama. That's how I was introduced to them. That's what happened to me last year with a mm-hmm. I had heard of a tease, but I didn't stand. And then, wow, did they knock it out of the park? And I felt like a tease had something to prove because they didn't get rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, another group did who, that was a little controversial and wow, they outperformed. They served. I will never forget Mingy during that dance break towards the end of Wonderland died. And now yeah. I stand. So it's all, it always kind of introduces other groups. There was one group to me that stood out this year per usual. Yep. We'll talk about them later. <laughs> I think it's going to be the same group for both of us. Charity and I try not to talk too much about this stuff prior to recording because we want it to be an organic conversation. You're hearing our conversation in real time. So I'm dying to kind of hear your thoughts on all the performances. Let's start with the biggest one, the one that ended the night, the big winners, BTS. I love that they started with Life Goes On and I
1: love that it kind of showcased exactly what we're all going through. Like they walk out, everyone's in white, the performers are like statues. They're frozen in time with masks on. And like the world stood still, which mm-hmm. is we all were there. And then what I did love is that eventually the sun came out and all the color came yeah. back and everyone went back to their daily life. And one day, one day this will happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a <One> reminder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, love no, that. I agree. I thought it was really smart. Like the world stopped. Mm -hmm. And then by the end, look, it feels like this is going to go on forever. It won't. We will get back to being able to do normal things again. And that song continues to grow on me. You know, it's not my favorite BTS song by any means, but the more I hear it, the more I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good. It continues to grow on me. And I thought that was a good performance of the song. Then we had On, which they rented a massive stadium for. What did you think of that? I love how
1: epic they look in those kinds of stadiums. Like, plus when Mm -hmm. they have like a marching band and the marching band was in the formation of the BTS logo, which I thought was really cool. And that kind of aerial view coming down so you could see it. Yeah. And and like a marching band is such a big sound. Like it's such a huge kind of massive thing. Mm Mm-hmm. BTS is so massive so of course they're going to have they're going to have these massive performances but i just thought totally it
0: was large scale you yes. have to do large scale my only thing is i really wish they would have done it at night because marching bands on a big like football field at night with a spotlight is such a cool visual and i yeah. feel like it would have been maybe more impactful there, you know, it was a sunny day. There are shadows. It's empty. It's an empty stadium. So I feel like that would be my only thing that I I was like, oh, I wish this was at night. Uh, But again, On is just that song. It's such a great dynamic song to perform live. Jungkook's Bridge, it's one of my favorites in all of their songs. I love the choreography. I love how they step away and the dancers are moving fast beside him. And he just goes and it's such a reminder of vocally what he brings to the table i just love it i absolutely that part kills me every time i think it's so so perfect and well done the dance solos were cool they were all doing you know different types of drumming and percussion i have to give a huge shout out to Jin because during the dance break Jin stepped into suga's part and he killed it Uh, That made me so happy. Yeah. Jin gets to be in the dance break because before he wasn't. I thought On was great. It was really, really cool. Something we forgot to mention with Life Goes On was the hologram, Sugar coming out. I'm being on stage. I did not like it. It It was weird. Yeah. In general, I'm not a massive fan of holograms. I just, I'd rather just see the person. Right? And I'm just going to say this. It's not like he's dead. He's recovering from shoulder surgery. So you could have just put him on screen performing it, or you could have just done what they've done without him performing. You know, they've just play his part on the audio. It was distracting and it looked weird. Yeah, I I wasn't. I thought
1: something was wrong with my eyes because I was like, wait, why do you look different than everyone else? And then I realized it's a hologram. And I was so confused because he wasn't in the other performances after. Because so when I saw that, yeah, I was to be hologrammed into the other performance, to everything. Yeah, it was it was so bizarre. I just don't know what
0: the point of that was. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it either. I give them credit; they tried. They tried to bring something in. Yeah, they're trying to be creative. I love that they always leave his spot open when yeah. they're standing next to each other. It's very sweet. But yeah, that didn't work for me either. Sorry, I had to bring that up because I was like, oh, what's going on here? So then after On, of course, we have Dynamite, biggest song of the year. You're going to finish the awards show with that song. I thought the tunnel, the brightly colored tunnel was really cool. Yeah. And they gave, you know, a fantastic performance per usual. Killed it. I loved Tay's red suit. Right. So hot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Tay is just, talk about killing it. He's so, so, so handsome. And in every performance during this era, he just looks phenomenal. He looks mm-hmm. phenomenal. Tay is so, ugh, oh, love. Visual. Yes. Talk about visual. My goodness. <laughs> Superstar uh-huh. model and actor, Kim Tae Young. Uh-huh. I will say, though, I liked the Melon performance a little bit more than this one. Mm-hmm. I think the drama of Black Swan, I loved that. I would have loved to see that at Mama. And I think maybe the staging. I felt like we saw three different performances in this one. And in Melon, it all, to me, felt like it came together. They had that overriding universe theme mm-hmm. that really worked. And I liked Dynamite a little bit more. I yeah. liked the funky dance break in the Melon performance a little bit more. No shade, they were both really, really good. And like we said at the beginning of this, it's hard to have all of these separate performances for the same song back to back. I liked Black Swan. I liked the We Are Bulletproof Eternal. Melon got a little bit of the nod for me for BTS. Yeah. But they did a great job. Again, when they perform, you're reminded, this is the biggest band in the world. Like, no mistakes ever. Let's move on. Twice, twice, these girls killed it. I loved it more and more. I can't stop me. But what about this new song, Cry For Me? What a surprise. What a pleasant surprise because it was so good. So good and great performance Again, they're giving us a different dynamic of who they are and what they can do. And I love it. I, this it's is really my style. Coming into their
1: own, I feel like, the past few months. Yeah. Like, they really have stepped into a new era
0: of Twice, and I am here for it. Superstars. And mm-hmm. again, pushing more and more for crossover Western success. You know, they killed it on Colbert. They have really big songwriters behind them from the pop world, not just the K-pop world. Cry For Me was co-written by Melanie Fontana and Ryan Tedder. Ryan Tedder, if I'm a pop star, that's who I want writing all my songs. Mm -hmm. He's such a phenomenal talent, superstar, One Republic, soloist, and just one of the biggest songwriters and producers in the music industry. So he was like tweeting and Instagramming about it. Talk about great free promotion. Yeah, His audience is so broad and very American. So Twice to me, yeah, they're positioning themselves to really... Ride this K-pop train. They're killing it. So proud. I thought they did an amazing job. Yeah. And they looked, they're so freaking pretty. Like Mm -hmm. Naya, man. Like get it, girl. Yes. They all look so pretty. Yeah. Congratulations. Twice had a great mama. Let's move on to the biggest performance of the night in time and just scale the boys of NCT, all 23 members, Charity, were on stage at MAMA, Resonance. Just, there's so much to talk about.
1: (laughs) The opening where each member got to speak and then they were kind of in this circle formation and then Kay Young went in the center. Talk about epic. That was just
0: stunning, I have to say. Dunning. It was so powerful. Mm -hmm. It was so powerful seeing them talk and then having that part of the floor light up. And now you've got all 23, and Taeyong walks to the center as the amazing dynamic leader he is. And then he flew. He literally flew like a god rising up. Oh, like, (laughs) okay. I mean, wow. Um, Yeah. Wow. It was. So powerful. And then you have all of the individual groups performed. So NCT 127 did Kick It, which I love that song and the oh, choreography and song. the whole vibe so much. I thought their outfits were great. Your man, Johnny. Johnny, just take off the coat. I don't even know why you're wearing it yes. because he it was I falling mean, off Jesus. the whole time. There was no tease. We saw everything. I was like Young's
1: sister. All I paid attention to was Johnny in that performance. <laughs> yeah for those
0: of you who don't know Young did a V live the day after the show so adorable talk about duality when he speaks he's such a like sweet shy funny kid and then you watch him perform but it's this like sexy dynamic badass man he's he's amazing but he said he um, asked his sister if she watched and she's like yeah I, I took screenshots of it so she was taking screenshots on her phone while she was watching it live She sent them to Tayog and he said they were all of Jody. I love it. He's like, "Where am I?" (laughs) Uh, That's so cute. So cute. Yeah, I thought I love that performance. My only issue with the kicker performance, I didn't like the lighting. I thought it was hard to see them at points, and I don't like the way that Mnet films. Sometimes they move too quickly, and you can't see like the cool choreography formations. Like it's too many cuts for performance videos for me sometimes. So I kind of was like, with that one, but I love NCT 127 and kick it is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs of the year. Then we had the boys from dream did riding. And that was cool to see that live because that was kind of what brought us into their world. Mm -hmm. We reviewed that earlier this year and that was the first time I watched them and got into them. So That was a nice, I thought that was a good stage. And you're seeing them grow up, you know, they're the youngins. That was pretty good. And then the Wavy boys, never disappoint. Wavy comes out and does Turn Back Time, which I was happy they did because like, that was the first single from that album, but I don't think it got as much attention. Yeah, it was a good song too. Bad Alive was so good (laughs) and- Amazing choreography that I think Bad Alive kind of took over. I love Bad Alive, but it was really fun to watch Turn Back Time and remind myself, oh, yeah, this is a great song too. Yeah. And I love that they were dancing in water. Okay. Yes, please. I am never going to be mad with these guys dancing in a shower. Please. What? Like, <laughs> no. Again, thank you, SM. Good job. That's what we wanted. I know like Maybe Wavy's Wavy's so sexy and cool They're just They bring an energy That's undeniable When they're Mm -hmm. on the stage They killed it And then you have From home Oh my god It's like if you just think That these groups are sexy and cool And they're good dancers And good rappers No, 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 no NCT also has some of the best vocals In the world And definitely in all of K-pop the way Haitian started that, and then Talil comes in and do young. Oh my God. Goosebumps every single time. Wow. Can they sing? Just phenomenal. I thought they put on a clinic of live singing at these K pop <laughs> yeah. award shows. Like, uh, no one else sounded like that the rest oh of the good. night, in my opinion. They were yeah. phenomenal. So you get like, all of these things. And now it's time for all 23 to be on stage and perform Resonance. Wow. Talk about power. Like I, I loved the black outfits, very intimidating. They looked so cool.
1: The precision with 23 members. Yes. It just
0: blows my mind. Yes. Yes. The dancing and the performance that they give with all of them on stage phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I thought it was such a good showing for NCT. Yeah, Really, really impressive and kind of intimidating. Kind of like, oh, we can do this too. Oh, watch this. Yeah, Look at this. Like it felt like they were kind of serving a notice of who they are, what they can do. Really, really great night for NCT. I'm proud of them. And I loved too, I want to say when they accepted their awards, they had multiple people accept the award speaking in their native tongue. I love that. So I thought that was really smart, a way to be like, oh, we're not just English and Korean. We have more. It -hmm. was really, really smart. SM's really smart the way they're doing um, NCT. So Mm -hmm. congratulations to them. Awesome stage. What about 17? What did you think of Left and Right and Home Run?
1: I think they're such great performers. I swear, I feel like they should be on Broadway. The style that they do is very theater, and I really enjoy it. I think it's
0: a different kind Mm -hmm. of
1: K-pop, and it it, it's different. I like it. I really do.
0: They're lovingly called the theater kids of K-pop, and yeah, I think that's spot on. Mm -hmm. I thought this performance was really smart because they gave us. We were talking about it with Monster X earlier. They gave us two aspects of what they can do with the costumes that staging and everything left and right was very different from what they did with home run. Mm-hmm. I loved the costume change, I loved the set it was very super theatrical, and that's what i that's what I want I want a show yeah. <laughs> like I thought they were great, great performance, and they utilized you know the two songs that they had. okay, let's move on to. A group you love, we talked about them before, Mama Moo. Let's talk about Mama Moo and what they did.
1: I love the elaborate thrones they brought them out in um, mm-hmm. and the costumes. I thought it fit perfectly with Aya. I loved that performance. I don't understand why they didn't do a costume change for Dinga because the outfits for Aya are so different. It's a different kind of song than what goes with yeah. Dinga. And all the yeah. other groups, a lot of them changed outfits, so I don't yeah. know why it, it was bad.
0: Yeah, no, no set change, no costume change, and honestly, the costumes were so drab. I don't know why you pick beige as your stage it. color. Oh, <laughs> uh, was drab. I thought they were really drab um, and I really um, bland, bland, drab. And to wear those, no costume change, no staged or set changes, and the songs are so different. Yeah. I agree. It was kind of weird. I loved at the end that it felt like a big fun party with Dinga. Mm-hmm. They did a conga line. There were a lot of close ups of them smiling and kind of grooving. I love the vibe, but I have a major issue with their choreography. And what I'm going to say is, I just need more energy and bigger movements. Their dancers outdance them. And it's uncomfortable to watch for me when you're on the biggest award show stage and the dancers behind you are going out and giving more energy than you are. And if people want to criticize, well, that's because they're singing. So are these other groups. If you're not a dancing group, then just don't do it. You can have dancers. Don't do the same choreography. Because if you're going to have an army of dancers behind you doing the same choreography, you better Outwork them and make sure no one's focus goes to that dancer on the right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like performing 101. It really is. You can't, if you watch Beyonce, she's out dancing everyone on that stage, including her amazing backup dancers. If she's not, she's not doing her job. So, you can't do these performances where you're doing little movements and the people behind you are extending their arms. Like, that's just bad. It's just not, it doesn't work. I've seen that with them multiple times. And, you know, Mamamoo gets a lot of credit for their vocals. They're great singers. So maybe that's the lane they should go in. Yeah. They're singers. They're a singing group. They're not a K-pop dance group. Because when you're on stage with these other groups we've talked about that are serving, watch how Twice does their choreography. Yeah. No, like I You, you mean. can't you can't then get on stage and look like you're uncomfortable walking in your heels and do little arm movements. Like they dance with their faces a lot to me and their bodies aren't there. So again, like every pop star is not a great dancer. Look at Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift can't dance. Let's get real. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> she's not answer, but she kind of walks around on stage. She struts around, gives a big performance and her dancers do another thing. Every once in a while, she'll join in and do a few moves of choreography, but clearly like that's, she's not Beyonce. Great. You don't have to be. Mama Moo doesn't have to be twice. They're clearly a very different vibe, but if you're going to do that, if you're going to have an army of backup dancers, don't let them out, outwork you. Cause it's really, for me as the audience, mm, mm, it just was weird. I don't know who's making these decisions.
1: I tell you, it's interesting.
0: Um, I have a theory. Wassa later
1: yep, yep, got yep, different outfits and different stages for her solo, which I obviously love because she's my old girl. But I'm like, if you're gonna let her do a costume
0: change, why couldn't the girls do a costume change between Aya and Dinga? I think it's clear that the label isn't investing a lot in Mama Moo anymore. They're not mm-hmm. the draw. Hwasa is. Yeah. So for the other members of Mama Moo, better get your ducks in a line. Because your label's not supporting you and is the star, you're not part of it. I'm sorry, but like we've seen this many, many times in boy and girl groups. You can see the solo act that they're putting the money behind and the group is still there because they've got a fan base spending a lot of money, but they're not the priority. They've made some really interesting creative choices with Mama Moo in the past six months. Hwasa even
1: had a solo stage during Mama in that red outfit era. Yeah, I was talking about she like strutted out by herself. That again, that's what I noticed. I noticed her before I noticed the other
0: girls, and then she joined them. Yeah, no, she's their yeah. star. Which again, like that's fine. I feel bad for the other members, and I think the label's doing a disservice to those members. This yeah. performance could have been a lot better, a lot better. A couple of these tweaks we're talking about, different different choreography, dynamic sets and costumes. Great. But, you know, they're not putting the money behind it. I think in Korea, Mamamoo is huge and Hwas is huge. Mm -hmm. That's clearly the direction they're going. If they wanted to break in the United States, they're not going to. And and I'm going to be very honest, she's not going to. The direction that that label's gone, it's it's different. And that's fine because every K-pop group doesn't have to break in the United States and be worldwide superstars. They're way more popular in Korea than, like, Stray Kids, which... There you go. I think Stray Kids is the best group and their Mama Moo probably outsells them. So this is just my opinion um, from a different perspective in the music industry. It wasn't my favorite performance and I'm not crazy with what the label's done with them. I do have to say on a positive note, I really
1: enjoyed Huasas' solo performance. I love Maria I love the like sexy dance she did in the water on the ground. And then I love that she changed into the black two-piece outfit with the fishnets to do the Maria performance. I just, I love her. She's my old girl. So it is, it's always difficult to say anything critical about her. I try to be honest, but I really did enjoy that performance a lot. And I really do enjoy her as a solo star. She is my favorite girl.
0: And she is not mine. Um uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't think she's bad. I just don't see anything different. She doesn't bring anything different to the table to me vocally or visually. Like what does she bring to the table that for me that I go, wow, this is a superstar. I've seen it. We've seen JLo do that stuff a million times. Like, cool. It's sexy and cool, but like, I've already seen it. There's nothing I haven't seen And I'm just so spoiled by all of these artists always doing this crazy, (laughs) insane stuff that I'm like, give me something new. Give me something new. Um, That's just me, who I am and what I get excited about. I don't think she's bad. And I think she has a great voice. And I think she has a very studio-friendly voice. Mm -hmm. So I get why she's she's featured on a lot of rap songs. She's going to be featured a lot. I get it. I get why she's huge. She just wouldn't be my pick. I wouldn't put my money behind her if... I had a label. It's just not my like, my cup of tea. But again, it's clearly a lot of people's cup of tea. You, and <laughs> it's so <is> mine. Mine. <laughs> yeah. so Yep. That's why we have this. We have different opinions. Let's move on now. I've I've uh, given my honest opinion of them enough. More performances. We're new at Goss. We talked about Got7 last week. They were great. They always do those live vocals, which I love. I love hearing live vocals that aren't complete perfection. They're really, really good. And I like to hear the breathing. I like Mm -hmm. to hear the note get extended for a second or cut off. Thank you for doing that. Got seven. We appreciate live vocals. I liked the red velvet suits. I thought they were very cool, really solid performance. TXT, T by T. We talked about them with melon. They came out and killed it. I really like their last album. That blue hour choreography. Great great and they're such a freaking big hit group and when I say that what I mean is like when you watch BTS they're always so on point with their choreography Mm -hmm. so synchronized all of these big hit groups are following the trend a t by t oh their choreography is great and they really do perform well live I kind of thought I don't need to see them do Dynamite. I've seen it so much and heard it so much. But then I forgot that at Mama, that's a chance for these younger groups Mm -hmm. to kind of pay respect to the seniors and they do covers. So with that in mind, I thought they killed the Dynamite performance and it was really fun. Again, not surprising. They're super talented. Good performance. I thought Treasure was great.
1: Oh my goodness. I was so happy to see that they put back in the that part in the choreography that the fans thought was too dangerous when they fall. They do just spin to <laughs> the, the ground. Yeah, the yes. twist to the ground. Oh, my God. I know what they think it's dangerous,
0: but I love it so much, and I'm so glad oh. they put it in for the mamas. It, you have to. It's so cool. It's so epic. fast and precise. It really is epic. Treasure, they're just the cool new guys. They, they're so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm vibing with everything they do. Great performance. They looked great, sounded great, brought the energy. I thought they did a really good job and kind of showed why they deserve rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, like they killed it. Speaking of rookies, I thought Cravity had a nice showing. You know, they had to do Monster X covers, which I think out of every group, if I was a young rookie group, I would not want to have to cover shootout by Monster X at the Mama. Like, that is hard choreography. Just that first move that your man does, that oh goodness, then the whole group, dry. that body shake. Oh, that's hard to do. Like I've you've seen a lot of groups joking around and trying to do it. That's hard to do. The choreography for Monster X is no joke. They bring a really in your face strong masculine energy that I think is hard to recreate. So Shout out to Kravity. They did shoot out, they did a Raba, and they did it justice. I thought they did a really worthy yeah, yeah. performance. Monster X, like that's so cool that they get on right? it that way. I love oh, that. that has to feel so good. That would be the best feeling as an older group. Speaking of Monster X, they crushed it. Beast Mode, be Fatal Love. You know, we saw it again. We saw it the night before at Melon. We saw it last week, but. They're just so aggressive and powerful. When they come out and do Beast Mode, ooh, ooh. I love Kill a Beast Mode. It was a really, really good performance, which again is showing why they're winning all of these. And they just have a very, I think another thing, sorry we're gushing so much about Monster X, but they have a different sound too. Their songs sound a little different than a lot of K-pop songs that are lumped together. Yeah. So they they just have a very different vibe. And I think they've been trailblazers in the industry the past few years, especially, and haven't gotten the credit they deserved. Other groups will do very similar things and find massive success. And mm-hmm. Mon Bebe are sitting here like, uh our group. <laughs> did it for- <laughs> yeah, my <I'm laughs> sex with that last year, but okay. I'm happy to see that they're doing so well and having massive success. This is such a feel-good story because things looked pretty dark last year at this yeah. time. So, Yeah. Awesome stage. Congratulations on the award. Your boy who opened the show, Taman, My boo. I'm so proud. Taman's such a dynamic performer. My goodness. That... The choreography he was doing was so intricate and difficult. And then he was moving across the stage the whole time and singing live. I was blown away. He's such a performer. Like he, talk about a
1: veteran. He should literally give classes on how to have stage presence, how to be an entertainer, Mm -hmm. how -hmm. to be a good dancer, how to be a good singer. Like he is
0: the creme de la creme for me as far as solo stars. He's wonderful. He he's an all around performer. He mm-hmm. really is an all around performer. He brings so much to the stage. I've been blown away by the content that Taman's put out this year and his mm-hmm. performance. And then on top of it, we get you know getting to see his personality with this Super AM reality show. It was yeah. just I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Taman And then I really liked when he was on stage with Boa.
1: Mm-hmm. Shout out
0: to her. She's amazing. She's had such a crazy career in K-pop. Obviously, she started way before we started stanning, but I've learned a lot about her. She's one of SM's most successful artists, and Taemin did a really cool stage with her, a wonderful dance. It's not the first time they've shared the stage. You can see their friends. They've got great yeah. chemistry, great performers. I like her a lot. She's one that I'm like, okay, I can see why she's where she is. She's a great mm-hmm. performer, so beautiful. Really great performers. So that was pretty cool. But I think we have to talk about, to me, what the highlight of the night was. Mm -hmm. By far. Okay. Okay, so we talked about every year there's a performance that everyone talks about, and that is all over social media. This year, it was a battle performance. (laughs) The boys, a tease, and stray kids start this performance with one member from each group doing like a triangular dance battle around a crown. And it's like, Whoa. And then the boys, we break off to the boys and they've got this big stage, kind of a chariot. I think it it was a phenomenal, a massive stage. And the boys are really good performers. Mm -hmm. They did a good job. Then it goes into a tease and a tease San and Wu Young come out wearing these black, cool outfits, carrying the flag. I love that a tease always carries their flag at the beginning yeah. of performances. It's such a, like, power move. Very memorable. And I like that they do that. And they did Inception, and they did Answer. Great performance. Really good performance. I miss Mingi. I think it's hard when you're missing a member. And he's such a dynamic performer.
1: Yeah, you definitely feel him when he when he's not there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You feel, you feel you it? it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought HJ did a great job with Mingy's parts. It was cool how he threw his voice and kind of mimicked Mingy's. It sounded really good. But he's missed. There is something missing for a tease. So we hope he feels better and he's doing well and he gets back with the group soon. I loved the ending when H.J. – that's what I call the leader, everyone. Sorry if you don't know who I'm talking about. Uh, The leader of tease. He was on the throne, and his makeup and hair looked so cool, and he was making this menacing, kind of mad king look. I was like, ooh, my goodness, bring it. You know, it's clear that there's a battle. It's clear there's a battle now. And okay, I'm here for it. But then (laughs) – the last group, and to me, without a doubt, the stage of the night. And you know what? It's not just to me or to us. This has been by far the most watched and liked performance from the Mamas. So this is the one. Every year there's one that everyone watches and talks about. This is the one. We are talking about our guys, Stray Kids. Stray Kids, just for a little background, um, have had one of the biggest years in K-pop. They're one of the most listened to artists on Spotify. I think they've sold the most for fourth generation. They're so successful and they've put out ridiculous content. They put out so much content. That's amazing. They've had a big year and they deserve to be rewarded for it. Unfortunately, mama didn't agree with us and they didn't even get one nomination, which was shocking. Yeah. Like they don't have to, of course they're not going to beat BTS or something. Fine. I'm not mad, but with the year they've had, Stray Kids deserve better. So clearly they got invited to perform and they showed up and they did this. And it was one of the most F you <laughs> po- powerful award show performances I've ever seen in any music industry award show. The camera goes from H.J. on the throne of a tease. And now we're in Stray Kids. Now we're on the Stray Kids stage. And Chan is standing there with an army of like Roman soldiers behind him and just screams, prepare for battle. And I was like, what? He was (laughs) ready. Okay. And and Ed is like hoisting his fist in the air yelling, and they're all yelling behind him. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where the other groups picked, you know, songs, like more recent singles and things of that nature, Stray Kids... Decided to do their song Victory Song, which is not a recent Stray Kids song. And they did the most aggressive remix of an already aggressive song. They spent the entire performance dancing with weapons, literally killing the floor and the air around them. It was scary. I was like, holy mother of God. And I think they made <laughs> a huge, they made a huge statement. Like this wasn't a K-Pop performance. This was a kind of aggressive F you to everyone. If you're not going to give us what we deserve, we're going to take it. it. That's that's how I took it. I was blown away. Definitely came out like they had
1: something to prove, and they were not leaving that stage until they made their point. Uh, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it was the energy, the aggression, the hunger. Like they are hungry for it. And yep. Yep. Even sweet little Felix, who normally is very docile, was taking a spear and, you know, fake stabbing. Murdering. Murdering, you know, a dancer or a soldier. And then (laughs) Kenjin comes over and pulls the spear out of him. (laughs) And i was just like what did i just see little felix was just okay he's not little felix right now all, all right well i just got i n i n and
0: little like like i n and little sunbeam are out there killing people there right? was no th- Mercy. Th- <laughs> they were angry like they, yeah. it, there was one part where chang was screaming in his aggressive kind of rap voice don't you know who we are I do. over, I really over do. and over again. <laughs> like the way he said it. Oh my God. First of all, yes, we do. We have been championing you. Like, don't get mad at us. We are right with you. We support you. We're signing up for the army. <laughs> we agree. We are right. We are behind you. Do not get mad at us. But all of those people who maybe don't know who you are or who are disrespecting you. Yeah. Everyone heard stray kids that night. They came out and then I loved the part where Chan comes out. He's now taken off his big dramatic coat thing. And he came out and went off Yeah, and they all followed their leader and just go off and they're screaming undefeated, like <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> they kept screaming. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was just, it was just like phenomenal. I thought it was so phenomenal. So powerful That's what I want to see from a group that I believe has gotten slighted when they're the most exciting thing in K-pop right now. And boy, did they deliver. And I loved that Chan took the lead because I talked about it with their live concert. He's kind of an it boy to me. He has a star quality that doesn't always come across because he takes the back seat. He's kind of the humble leader. But in the concert was the first time I really was like, Wow. When this guy is performing live, he's a different deal. And I thought the mom of performance, he showed that. Like, there wasn't any holding back or deferring to his members. Mm-hmm. He was center. He was leader. Let's go. And that's, in my opinion, like, yes, that's what you guys need to do. Follow your leader. What about the ending? So we talked about how the other groups ended it, you know, leading into Stray Kids. It's um, Hung Jun from tease on the crown making it, or on the throne, sorry, on the throne making a menacing face. The end of Stray Kids, after they've literally murdered the stage, Hyunjin, who we've talked about as such a dynamic visual and dancer, and he's got that long blonde hair everyone keeps copying. Hyun Jin starts strutting back towards the crown. And he takes off, he tears off his cloak thing. (laughs) So dramatic. Turns around, gives the camera this fierce look. Walks back. And the way that he snatched it, the way he grabbed that crown and stared at the camera. (gasps) I know. Okay. Take the crown, honey. It's yours. Like, all of you. Yes, obviously. There's no question in my mind who won that battle that night. And it wasn't even just between those three. I want to, like... Y'all won the whole night yeah. Like, done, done. I think K-pop world got the message. And again, that's the most viewed, most liked. And from what I saw on social media, the most talked about performance of the night. That was, they did something with that one, Charity. Um, we're we're gonna talk about, yeah. I feel like that's the one we're going to talk about a long time. And that leads into, this is part of the news, but we'll talk about now because it ties in. There's a show called Kingdom, and it's when these K-pop groups perform. There was one last year called Queendom. 2021, it's Kingdom. So these K-pop groups perform every week and compete against each other with performances. And every week one gets voted off. Only one will be the king. And the boys, we talked about it when we reviewed them months ago. That's, that was a huge deal for them. They were on a show last year called Road to Kingdom. Were groups that have been around maybe a little bit longer but haven't gotten the credit they deserve, like Pentagon, they all competed for a chance to be on this show. And the boys won. And now they announced that night, these are the first three groups they've announced that will be on Kingdom. So you have a tease, Stray Kids and the boys, which is already a fierce freaking lineup. And there's definitely going to be more than three groups. My guess will be seven or eight. So, wow. I'll be watching Oh my God. I can't even imagine. I'm like so blown away by them. (laughs) Um, Wow. I'm so excited for this. You know, we'll be watching, we'll be reviewing it and talking about it every week. They start filming in January. So I'm excited. So to me, that was like, that was mama. That was the best part. It was a great show though. A lot of really good performances. It was really fun. An amazing weekend of awards. I think, speaking of awards, we need to talk about ours. Yes. Let's talk about our awards, Charity. So first annual NKQ Awards, Charity and I are handing out our awards for the year in K-pop. They will be announced on December 17th. So we've met up, we've discussed, we've been picking our winners for a plethora of categories, which I'll give you in a second. But the most important part of this is... In typical Emily and Charity fashion, we don't always agree on everything, (laughs) and we we couldn't come to a consensus with a few of these awards, and we need your help, Queendom. All of you listening, we're going to have these up for a week on our Twitter. Voting will be open for a week. You vote. You decide the winner. So it's very exciting. The winner is in your hands for four of these awards. We need your help. We need your help. NYC K-Pop Queens on Twitter. Please follow give us vote, 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 vote. The ones that you will not be voting on, however, the ones that we have come to a consensus are, are the following categories, and we will announce the winners next week. Album of the year, song of the year, music video of the year, male group of the year, female group of the year, English song of the year, COVID quarantine concert of the year. Choreography Male Group of the Year, Choreography Female Group of the Year, It Boy Trendsetter and It Girl Trendsetter of the Year, and then Variety Show or Late Night Television Performance of the Year. So all of those, the winners have been decided and will be announced next week. The next four categories, we struggled to pick a winner and we need your help. Reality show of the year. It's between Wavy Wayvision and Super M Mtopia. Sub unit of the year, Irene and Salgi verse EXO SC. Solo artist of the year. I don't think this will surprise anyone. I think you all know where we must stand on these guys. And although <laughs> I have been supremely impressed by Taman. My man had an amazing year and there's no way I'm not going to rally for him. So the choices for solo artist of the year, it's Taman versus Bacon. And then this is a massive one. And this is a controversial one. Our artist of the year, we don't have a pick. We need your help. It's between BTS and NCT. So get on Twitter, vote, 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 vote. The winners will all be announced next week on the show, December 17th, the first annual NKQ Awards. So excited about this charity. I can't so wait. Excited. We figured why not? It's award season. We're giving out our own awards. So, hey, maybe when, co- why not? <laughs> when, co- when COVID's not happening, maybe we'll turn this into a big scale award show. We'll be talking about the performances next year at our award show. <laughs> never say never get ready korea (laughs) (laughs) get ready yeah so thank you all so much for participating thank you in advance because we need your help you're going to pick the winners moving on we so much talk about this episode let's um we already spoke about nct and their performance but they officially released resonance the song the music video what did you think about that Let's kind of review that quickly. I
1: wasn't sure how they were going to do a song all together and how they were going to mix all the songs together to make this one epic song and music video. But Mm -hmm. I thought they did a really good job. I really liked the transitions between songs. I loved the first outfits, that olive colored green that they had on, those like silky kind of suits. Mm -hmm. I loved Mm -hmm. those, the Make-A-Wish yep pub. yep I love when they all dance together. Oh, I just thought it was such a a mega video and song, and I really liked totally. it totally completely
0: epic. It showcases all of them. there's different highs and lows you know you, you there's a lot that you get from that video, and I think the strongest is when all twenty three are together Mhm I love love the raise the roof part and the part where they're saying they're sleeping, like they're sleeping on it. Like I, yeah. I really, really, really liked it. Part of me though, wishes that they would just do Raise the Roof. Like I yeah. would have almost loved to just see them do the same song instead of combining a bunch. I understand though why they didn't, it would be hard to showcase everyone. There could be issues with that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, overall huge fan. I mean, they're having quite the year. Let's talk about the other new music video that came out from the NCT boys. They released a music video called From Home. We obviously know the song. This was a different version of the song and this music video. <sighs> Charity talk about all the feels.
1: I mean, to see them when they were little babies, like they were they young were kids. Boys. Oh they were my god. So young. And just oh it just Oh, just to be yeah. able to, like to leave your home when you are that young, and and you are not with your family, and then you are thrust into this new world where you are working twenty four seven. You don't really get any breaks just because you have a dream. Like the dedication, the the yeah.
0: willpower, the yeah. work ethic is so impressive. It's, it's insane. I wasn't expecting to get emo watching this. Um, and I don't know if that was the goal because if it just felt like it was, they were leaving their home from home to home. This is their home now and they're home with each other. But it started with that audition video for Young. And yeah, I was just shocked at how young he was. You see them. I think we all forget, like, I think trainees, you're like a 17 year old teenager. Now these are like 12 year olds. These are kids. Like they're young, young. It's sad. It made me sad because I just thought I can't imagine being that young and not getting to be with your family anymore. You don't get to go home for Christmas. You don't get to, it just felt sad, a little bit sad and a great reminder of what they've sacrificed and what they continue to sacrifice every day to give us this great content. You know, we're so lucky we get to talk about it. That's we get to just talk about and critique and review and give our opinions. These people have to put in the work and they have been since they were kids and they've sacrificed their family time and everything else. Like that's definitely not lost on me. It, it was bittersweet. I thought it was bittersweet. Yeah. And at the end, the part where they celebrated Shataro's birthday, it made me so emotional because I just thought it's exciting for him. Like here's this first birthday with the group but he's working and you know, this will be his life now. There's no more going home and having kind of a normal life. The reality is here. And it reminded me of like Chan, Chris from stray kids, his mom posted something this year that absolutely tore out my heart. It was all over social media. She posted a picture and said, you know, I make you your birthday dinner every year. It's been 10 years since you've been able to be here and have it with us, but we're still celebrating you with a birthday cake, like at his place.
1: <laughs> <Ouch>. so sad,
0: <laughs> ouch, and yeah. for kids like him his it's not like his family's from Seoul, and he can go visit them. Felix and Chan are from Australia; they haven't seen their families for years. they haven't been home for years at this point, like that's really, really tough, so things come at a price in life, you know mm-hmm. success comes with a price. there's another side to it that a lot of people don't think about or see, but I definitely respect these guys and appreciate all the sacrifices they've made. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But again, NCT, let's put out this video. Tug at the heartstrings. <laughs> they know yes. we they've got some emo fans out there that are going to love it. And uh yeah, I did. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, speaking of emo, we're moving on to another emo moment. Jin, our boy Jin from BTS. My fellow Sagittarius, the Sagittarian King, had a birthday last week. And for his birthday, Jin released a song called Abyss. So <sighs> it's called Abyss. That just <laughs> let you know what, what it's about. Oh. It's really sad. It's a yeah. very sad and honest song. And there's something I, I always connect with Jin's solos because I think there's a level of vulnerability and sincerity in his vocals in his performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was sad. It made, me, it made me, it made me sad. And, you know, Jin, Jin's a Sagittarius. It's, um, the tears of a clown. So if you don't know what I mean by that, Sagittarius is, or the life of the party, really funny Jin, you know, he's the funny lighthearted one, but behind that, when they're alone, it's a very different story that most people don't think about and I see that with Jin all the time but I find it so relatable like there's a lot of darkness there which obviously again I love I get it
1: he alludes to it a lot like he alludes to how, yes. he's, how he's lighthearted and funny because he wants to keep everyone happy but that he is, can be sad and have dark moments
0: yes and I love when he does that and they're all like ha 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 <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh he's for real uh, you guys like He's kind of reaching out. He's lonely. Help him out. He said that too, when he did a live about his birthday, that he was really nervous at midnight, that no one would text him, that no no one would remember.
1: Oh, my heart.
0: Right. And I want to say, okay, now I'm going to get aggressive. He said some people reached out, a couple members reached out, where the F were the rest of you? Right, if you,
1: Who you the better the all thank you. Poof. And why was not everyone
0: reaching out for his birthday? Poof. What? And you know for a fact. Like, I'm sorry. Moving on. You all better be texting him at midnight, or I will come find you. What? I we are not we are not going to do this to Jin. We are not going to do this. You are not going to not text him the second his birthday starts. I don't want to text at 4 p.m. the next day. It's too late. Honey? His birthday is at midnight. You all better be texting him at midnight. And to those two members who did, who I think I know who it was, I think it was Hobie because he said Hobie. And then he and did Jimin. a big, big, no. Oh, not Taeyong. Jimin? It's
1: Young. Oh, I know did, but I thought maybe he meant Young and like two other members he didn't mention because he said young ha- had his friends text him.
0: Yeah, but I think I think the member that reached out was Young. I think the members oh. were Hobie and Young. I think that's oh. who it was. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So the rest of you, you're on watch. <laughs> you're on notice. We're not going to do this again next year. Nope, <laughs> nope. We were they everywhere. him later the next day. I swear to God. Of course they did, but still, text him at midnight. You knew he was up waiting for it. I, it drives me nuts. So I thought this Young thing is so sweet. Clearly, he had talked about this, and like they knew so, that he was nervous. He wasn't going to get any birthday wishes. So Young is friends with really famous actors in Korea from when he did his K-drama. They stayed in touch and they've got a really tight knit group of 6 of them. So he had them all record birthday messages for Jin and they so all sweet. sent and they all sent them at midnight to Jin. Like, Young, yeah. can you be any more perfect? Just stop. Like the sweetest 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 boy. Uh, that warmed yeah. my heart. But again, the rest of you, you're on notice. We better not if you text Jin at twelve oh five a.m., you're in trouble. Next year, you're all going to text him at midnight and make the biggest deal of his birthday. Poor Jen, because I do think Jin is lonely. He doesn't have as many like friends. He just, you know, yeah. he plays video games all the time. Yeah, I have a lot of empathy for Jin. and I thought the song was really pretty. And I thought it was telling that that's what he chose to release on his mm-hmm. birthday. So, yeah, lots of love to Jin. It was a beautiful song. A happy birthday and a lot of hate to everyone that didn't wish him happy birthday in a timely manner. I will not forgive you. I will never forgive you. How dare you? Anyways, I swear when I see people whose feelings are hurt because of other people, no, 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 not on my watch. I'm over all of you moving on. Let's get to some news. Sorry. We love you, Jen. Happy birthday. Uh, Okay, so we already talked about it. Kingdom is coming in January. Stray Kids, a tease, and the boys will be on this reality competition show every week, new performances. It's to see who the best of the best is. It's going to be such fierce competition. Can't wait to find out the other groups that have signed up. I think I know, that's it's exciting. A, I, I'm shocked that these groups signed up to do it because it's really a risk to put yourself mm-hmm. out there against your peers and compete to be the best. I think this is... It's a ballsy move. It's a risk, so Mm -hmm. shout out to them. Big Hit announced a New Year's Eve concert. Obviously, BTS will be the star, and all of the other groups on their label will also be performing, So, and Hypen will be there, and TXT, GFriend, all all of them. And the big thing about this was they're also going to, BTS is going to do performances with Love, Steve Aoki, and Halsey. So... I'm guessing it's going to be their successful collaborations that they've already, you know, the songs we know, but it's been a while for all of those songs. So that'll be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I really want though? So Stevie Oki, Mike drop, obviously amazing song, but Stevie Oki did another song with them that shocked the world because it didn't sound like a Stevie Oki song, but you know, he did the truth untold. How amazing would it be on New Year's if they just performed that really depressing song?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Way to ring
0: in the New Year. Just stare into the camera and do that song. That's what I want. You guys, let's do that. That would be a great way to end 2020. Like, I want the truth untold with BTS and Steve Aoki on New Year's. I doubt it'll happen. I think I'm in the minority. (laughs) But that concert will be at 7 a.m., our time, Charity, and it's... $36 is the cheapest ticket, I think. It's around $36. So cashing in. But if you're a fan of BTS and the big hit artists, I'm sure it'll be a great show. It'll be exciting. So look forward to that. Speaking of shows, Blackpink is doing an online concert on December 27th. We thought that that's what they were up to when they were kind of teasing that stuff. It's like, I bet you they're going to do a concert. But it's official December 27th. That'll be really fun. Like that week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see them perform because again, it was kind of weird that they weren't at any of the year-end yeah. award shows, and I don't know if they weren't invited or they chose not to come. But it was it was weird. Yeah, because Blackpink's had a big, a big, big, big year. That album was very, very successful. Big year for them. It's weird that they weren't there. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for that concert. I can't wait to watch it. Okay, moving on, more news. Schumann from XO, congratulations. He finished his military service. He's done. He's at home with his boys. I'm so excited. I want some sort of uh, like a V Live with those guys. Yeah. Or maybe if Bacon's doing this concert, they could have a little reunion and have him on stage. I think that'd be so cool.
1: We'll see. I want to
0: see that. Any chance I can see Kai in concert works for me. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to see them all together. I think it's exciting. Speaking of military service, they did pass that kind of provision that mm-hmm. Jin won't have to go until he's 30. Okay. So he gets to push it back two years. All right. Yeah. 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 I get it. I totally get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Again, I just don't like making special arrangements for some people and other people have to go it's like eh, either everyone goes or nobody goes i just don't think it's fair to groups like exo who have been torn apart and had to work Mm -hmm. around this for years to then be like well bts can put it off because i mean I, i and i get it i get it they've been amazing ambassadors for korea and they've brought so much money and stuff i mean it's it's not an easy issue, in my opinion. It's, it's a gray area. So I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it, but eh, but also, yeah, it makes sense. So it is what it is. That happened. Super Junior has pushed back their new release. You know, they kept saying the new album was coming out in December and we never got a date. It's been completely bizarre. And like on Monday of this week, they released new pictures, but still no date. And then they announced Wednesday that they pushed back the new release till January. So. Yeah, I was wondering what's going on with that. I think it's. I think this isn't the right time for new releases. I think you do want to push it back to the first quarter yeah. with award shows and so much year-end stuff happening. New releases can get lost in the shuffle, so probably a smart decision. Pentagon, our boys Pentagon, they had to cancel their concert because of COVID. Like everyone else in the world, fun plans are being destroyed because Corona will not go away. Mm-hmm. But their concert is going to be this weekend. So we'll see the concert this weekend. We'll talk about it next week. I'm really excited for that. I continue to um, really, really vibe with those boys. I'm Mm -hmm. happy we were introduced to them this year. They're so cool. So that's exciting. Speaking of of end-of-year stuff, the top K-pop artist on Spotify came out. I don't think there were any, like, massive surprises. Yeah. You know, it's... It's what you would expect. BTS is ruling the world, and we're all just kind of here for it. (laughs) Like, I feel like at this point, it's like, okay, BTS, BTS, BTS. But it was BTS, Blackpink, TWICE, Stray Kids, Red Velvet, EXO, 17, IU, NCT 127, and Idol. Those are the top 10 global K-pop artists. Makes sense. Makes sense. Those are the big artists. Um, I'm happy to see... Again, we were talking about Stray Kids. They don't... They aren't getting respect in Korea, but they're the number four K-pop artists globally in the world. They're the number four streamed artists. So maybe their country doesn't think they're popular, but they're above all the other ones on the biggest streaming platform in the world. So you have to think about that. Like, are you going for world domination or national success? I'm going for world domination if I have my choice. (laughs) I I don't want to just be big in the United States. I want to be big in the world. I want the whole world. Like, come on, take over the world. So again, that wasn't like shocking, but I thought that was interesting. So I think that's it for news. I think we've covered it. And this was a massive show. We've gone over so much stuff. One more thing, Charity. What's your song of the week? Well, I've been
1: in a very festive mood because it's Christmas time. And yes. I have been listening to Christmas
0: Day by XO. I love that song. Oh, serving really? vocals. So they, vo- oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, what a great choice. Christmas mood, Christmas K-pop songs. There's some good ones out there. We will talk about more on our Christmas show. Don't doubt it. Get ready. Let's get in the Christmas spirit right now. Let's listen to a clip. Sure.
1: This makes you want to curl up in front of a fire with your Christmas tree in front of you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect Christmas season. Cozy. Love it. And always love XO. Good choice. I'm in. What's yours? There's so many songs this week that stood out because of Mama. But next week is the NKQ Awards show. We're going to be showcasing a lot of our favorites from the year. So I wanted to save some stuff for next week. And I decided to pick a song off an album I love that I don't think we really talked about enough. My song of the week is from Your Boys, actually, Monsta X. We talked about him today. Hyangwon is the unsung hero of that group, and he wrote a really, really great song called Nobody Else for their most recent album, Fatal Love. I love this song. This is my song of the week. <laughs> Flow. Oh, 마냥 oh. 길을 걷다 보면 보일까? 잠깐 멈춰 뛰를 돌아 다시. No, I just 향기 짙은 hope, classic, classic,
1: come. I don't wanna ever let you go, go. My like coffin hope, battle, rhythm, love, I didn't bluff, classic, come. Show me how you kill me the way go. Good choice, Emily.
0: You know, young one deserves more love. (laughs) It's just a great song. That album is so good. Don't worry, you'll get our album of the year picks. We're going to have playlists for our songs of the year. We've got a year-end show coming up. But first, the NKQ Awards. Please log on to Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. We need your votes. We need your help to pick winners. Come back next week. Every Thursday, new episodes drop. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening every week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for welcoming us into your life, your homes, your car, your AirPods. We love you and appreciate you so, so much. We're grateful for you, Queendom, our listening community. Huge shout out to Danny, by the way. I, I, I can't forget this. Sorry, guys. Shout out Danny. Our friend Danny graduated. She got that degree, got that diploma. Oh, congrats, Danny. Massive, massive congratulations. That's such a huge life achievement. And we're really proud of you. Thank you all so much for listening. We love you. And we will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Bye.